evening, Crossroads. Thank you all for being here this evening. We're happy you're here. We're here to worship and celebrate. And uh, we ask you just please stand with us this evening and sing with us. Here we go.
are so glad you're here with us tonight. Just lift your voice if you would like and just praise Jesus tonight because he is a great, great God that is here with us. Let's praise his holy name.
And you guys can have a seat. Happy Thanksgiving. Good to be with you all. Listen, I that that was one of the most beautiful things that I think I've been a part of here at Crossroads. Because you hear the people singing. And I think, isn't it cool to think, listen, isn't this cool to think with all of the division, with all of the strife, with all of the pain that our country is going through, one of the most beautiful things that the, our world needs to hear right now is a thankful church. Hey, can we clap? So, welcome. We're glad you guys are here. My name is Luke. I'm one of the pastors here at Crossroads. And we want to say welcome to those joining us online. This is a special evening. And like we've been saying and sharing the word, I think this is one of the most special things that we do here at Crossroads. We just take, we take a minute. I mean, every day is Thanksgiving. We should be giving thanks and being grateful every day. And so what we're doing before we hang out with our family tomorrow and enjoy some turkey and maybe a little too much uh, we're going to be celebrating with our church family and just giving thanks to all that God has done. And so I want to share with you from Psalm 100, uh, just five short verses. But I think it's, it's something that I'm, I'm, I'm just wrestling with a lot because we're, we're, we're hearing messages nonstop, right? Messages nonstop. And I'm thinking, man alive, I want to enter into God's gates with thankfulness. And so let's just read these five verses. I'm going to read them out loud, and then I have a few things. Then I'm going to ask a, a few special guests to join me on the stage. But this is Psalm 101 through 5. It says, Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful singing. Check one. And then it says, Know the Lord himself is God. It is he who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. And says, for the Lord is good. His loving kindness is everlasting and his faithfulness to all generations. And his faithfulness to all generations. So my question to you is, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? And... As we go throughout the rest of this evening, I want you to think about that, and we're going to have a, a, a time later to share what we're thankful for. But what I want to do now is I want to ask our kids' ministry to join us on stage, and they're going to share a little bit about what they're thankful for. So would you guys welcome Kim and Chrissy and our kids. All right, so I'm Chrissy, this is Kim, and um, I think I speak for Kim when I say we are extremely thankful to have the opportunity to be with these guys downstairs every uh, Sunday and Wednesday, and we just got the opportunity to do something pretty cool with them a few weeks back, and we called it our Thanksgiving Service Project, and we wanted to tell you a little bit about that. Um, we took our third and fourth graders out, and uh, let's see here, come here, uh, Wyatt, come here, buddy. This is Wyatt, and why don't you tell everybody um, what did we do with our third and fourth grade service project? We went in cars, and we went to a lot of people's houses and said we're thankful for them. Okay. All right, Libby. And how many homes did we get to visit? Eleven. And how many of your friends got to go with you that day? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. And then how many leaders did we have go? Eleven. We'd have 11 because we had to control the 22 kids. And, um, and how many cars did we take around with us that day? Six. 
six. So um, imagine 30 people knocking at your door, and when you open the door, surprise, surprise, here we are. <laughs> and um, one of the people we got to visit was Marianne Mickick, and uh, it was really cool. None of the leaders were up at the front of the door, whatever they knocked. So when she opened the door, they just started walking in, and we're like, oh, no, 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 no. And Marianne's like, come on in. And, and like, we're kind of wrapped around the corner, and I'm like, I don't think she knows how many people are coming in. And um, we all made it in, and we kind of all were around her kitchen, and it was just a sweet moment. For those of you who know Marianne, which you all do, um, she's the one that greets you in the back, and she gives you a hug every every Sunday. Um, and it was really cool. She she hugged all the kids and really welcomed them in, and she had a basket of crackers. And um, I didn't tell her how many were coming. So Tom had to run downstairs and get more crackers, and he had enough. So everybody got crackers, and she even had a basket of apples for everybody. So um, that was really cool. And the really cool thing was we had a little girl in the car. She said, um, I said, this was really neat. Did anybody feel like you were kind of at your grandma's house? And it was really warm and friendly. And she goes, I want Marianne to be my grandma. So that was really sweet. Um, Let's see here. Levi, come here, buddy. Uh, What did we take to all of the people's houses? Candy bags, cards, and, like, flowers. Mm-hmm. All the kids, um, whenever we got to the church, they all uh, made a card for everybody. So everybody we went to got two personalized cards from all the kids, which was really sweet. And then come here, Eden. Um, what, did we, what did we do whenever we got back to the church from visiting everybody? We ate pizza, and um, we got all the boxes for Operation Christmas Child, and we set up the toys and stuff for Operation Christmas Child. Yes, we put them to work when they got back. So um, they got to carry all the boxes over to the gym and help us get set up for Operation Christmas Child, um, which was a huge blessing um, to have 22 little ones just run up and down the stairs and over to the gym. Um, And then, okay, so why don't you guys share with us your favorite thing that you got to do that night or that day for the third and fourth grade service project, okay? Probably bringing the cards to the people. Okay. To see all the people and like families, like Mrs. Mickett, um, Mrs. Mussy, and stuff. Go to houses and get this stuff. The car ride. The car ride. (laughs) Yeah. He must have had the cool car. (laughs) Whose car were you in? Karen Zach. Karen Zach. So, shout out to Karen Zach. They must have had a cool car ride. Um, All right, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so it, it was just an awesome blessing to see not only these kids blessing those um, people that we visited, but they were such a blessing to us as well. Um, a few of the homes were like, okay, what are you going to sing? And we're all just looking at each other like, oh, I'm not sure. And so we sang Jesus Loves Me and brought tears to some of their eyes. And um, it was really special. I think we sang a couple Christmas songs as well. And um, just a, a really great time of service for the kids and um, to get to see some people and, and, and show them how much we appreciate them and, and love them. So very cool. And at this time, we'd like to invite any other kids that are out there in the audience right now to come on up. You can bring up your leaf if you um, wrote something on your leaf. We're going to hang them on our tree here. So come on up, Reese, and go ahead. Tell us what did you write. What's your, what, what are you thankful for? My family. Your family. Awesome. Go ahead. And, okay. Over here. Hi, buddy. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for... This. Oh, what's it say? Your family. Go ahead and hang that up on the tree. Can you find Miss Chrissy over there? All right. Elliot, what did you say, buddy? I'm thankful for my friends. Your friends. All right. Go ahead. Hang that up. All right, Sierra. I'm thankful.
thanks for praying. For praying? Yeah, awesome that we can pray. That's very good. All right, who's next? Hi. Go ahead. What are you thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for Mommy picking us at church. Oh, that's so awesome, Mommy bringing you to church. Okay, go ahead over there. All right, let's turn around so everyone can see your beautiful faces. Turn around. Okay, what are you thankful for? My mom taking me at church. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. All right, go ahead over there. Reese, here you go. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful for my family. Your family. I love it. All right. Come on over, Carter. What are you thankful for, buddy? You can turn around. You want to turn around? Let's see. You thankful for mom and dad? Go ahead, you can hang on a tree. Go ahead. Will, come here. What are you thankful for, buddy? Go ahead, say anything you want. Anything you want. He's not sure. You have stage fright. It's okay. <laughs> I get that sometimes, too. My family. Your family. All right, watch out. Don't fall. Go ahead, you can go back with mom and dad. All right, Jacob. Come here, buddy. What are you thankful for? My dad. Your dad. Awesome. Go ahead and hang that over there. <laughs> All right, CJ. I'm thankful for Jesus. Jesus, I love it. All right, buddy. All right, what are you thankful for? My friends at school and my parents. Awesome. All right, go ahead over there, Dallas. My family and pizza and the car ride. <laughs> I love it. Kai? My mom. Your mom. All right, come here, buddy. What are you thankful for? I am thankful for... Food and God. I love it. All right, go ahead around that way. Come on. What are you thankful for, bud? Uh, I'm thankful for. Uh, 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 I'm thankful for good health and my mom and my dad and my stepmom. That's awesome. Good health. Here, you can over here. You can hang it on the tree, okay? All right. Oh, you got yours and your sisters. What are you thankful this for? This is my sisters. She said, "I am thankful for I can hug my mom." Emma Joy. Very good. God, I, I am thankful for I get to go places to go, to go to church, be loved. I love it. Very good. Oh, you got more? I am eight. I am Olivia. I love church. Oh, I love it, Olivia. Go ahead and hang that over there. All right. What do you got? I'm thankful for Jesus. Oh, I love it. You guys are blessed. All right, what do we have? I'm thankful for my friends and family. Very good. Go ahead. My whole family. Your whole family. Awesome. All right, what about you guys? Last but not least. My family. 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 Family and friends. Awesome. Oh, we don't want to forget you. Family. Awesome. <laughs> Give, them, Give them a hand.
every time I do, they start to cry a little more each day. Just outside your hospital room, the birds are singing and the sky is blue. And here, life's not okay. Wish it was me. Thank you, Jesus. 
words of it saying, thank you, Jesus. You know, it's in a time where we do have loved ones that are in the hospital and we have loved ones that are that are scared and afraid. But, you know, that song talks about um, those that are just hanging on to their faith in Christ. You know, it talks about just holding someone's hand as they're starting this journey with Christ or as they've um, as they've, you know, gone through something rough and just being there for them. And so I want to invite Tana to come on up. Um, you're going to get chair. Is that my card? Yeah, come on up, Tana. I think we have a video, right? Have a video, and then we're going to hear from Tana Campbell about how Jesus changed her life. Today, we are thankful. We give thanks to God for His love, His mercy, and His faithfulness. We give thanks for family and friends, life and laughter, and the little things which bring joy to our lives. We give thanks for our circumstances, even when they're difficult. For we know the hand of God guides us through it all. But what if we remembered thankfulness every day? What if we lived in a constant state of gratitude? Would our lives be different? Would our faith be strengthened? Would the things of God permeate every aspect of our lives? The Bible tells us to give thanks in everything. What would life look like if we actually lived that out? Today, we are reminded of all we have to be thankful for. May that gratitude move our hearts and cause us to make every day thanksgiving. Okay. So, this is Tana Campbell. Can everybody say hello, please, to Tana? (laughs) Tana is a very good friend of mine that I just met three years ago. Um... I am so blessed to have met her and um, wanted to share a little bit of her testimony tonight with you of how she really, truly has a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so, um, Tana, if you would just kind of share with everybody um, kind of what brought you to, first of all, walking through the doors of our church. What, what, what made you one day just say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk through these doors? Well, in 2016, I had the pleasure of meeting Amy Hudson, who is a member here. And I worked for her. I worked for her for three years, two years, until 2018. And I knew she came here, and she was very open to talk about Jesus with me. And one day she looked at me and she said, "I think you're ready. Let's go to church on Sunday." So I came to church in March of 2018, and I haven't stopped since. Okay, so she came in through our doors. But I don't think that was the end of the journey. She has been here ever since. But something happened to you um, one day um, in Pastor Ken's office, and um, I was there to witness that. So share a little bit about just what, what started you and what brought you to a relationship that you knew that you needed Jesus really as the king of your life. Well, I had always had faith in God. Um, it was one of those things where you're just searching and searching. I was just searching all the time and so when I came here I got goosebumps and I was excited to come and I went you know I came for a couple of months and then I talked to pastor one day after church and I said what happens next because I really believe in the message that you're giving me but I didn't know what the next step was so he gave me his phone number and I gave him a call and we set up a meeting and I Rhonda came 
And that's when I accepted Christ in my life. And everything has changed since then. We were talking to Hannah in Ken's office, and there's certain questions you just ask. You know, do you, do you believe that Jesus died on the cross for you and for your sins? Do you believe that he rose from the dead? Do you believe that he is alive and well and preparing a place for you? And Tana didn't even let us get the words out of our mouth. She was like, yes, 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 yes. She was so excited to be, I mean, Ken and I both was like, this woman is excited to meet Jesus. And as a believer, being able to share Jesus with somebody it's really the greatest thing in life, I'm telling you. If you haven't done it yet, <laughs> I want you to do it because it is great. Okay, Tana, so you accepted Jesus in, in Ken's office, and um, then what happened? Like, was that the end of it? You just come to church, or what happened next? No. <laughs> I started to bug Pastor Ken again. <laughs> and I said, okay, I've done this. I'm reading my Bible, but I have questions. I have a lot of questions. Um, I was raised with faith, um, but I didn't understand it. There was not, it was more ceremony and a lot of rules. So I didn't understand what I was praying for or how to pray. So Rhonda, my lovely friend, um, we started studying together and we did something called a call to joy. And that just kind of cemented my foothold with Christ and I learned so much from her. I was I was I like to call myself your disciple because she's really taken me and taught me so many things and I have been so fortunate to take the walk with Rhonda and it has just it's just changed my life. So we have met um we were meeting every week mm-hmm. for probably 2 years. I would say at two least years, 2 yep. years. We met with each other every week. We went through the call to joy. We um, helped her to, to just walk with God, grow with her, grow her um, relationship with Jesus. Um, I think the next thing is her step of faith is getting baptized, baptized in January, which, which we're about. excited about. So um, when we started this journey, you know, I, I never knew where this was going to take her. You know, she came to the church, she accepted Christ, but now we get the joy of working together. So tell everybody where God's called you now. Well, I work right now in um, the preschool um, my friend Morgan who is also the teacher that I work with she's here um, I'm blessed to to be her aide, and I am thoroughly enjoying the opportunity that God presented to me I had pray, been praying about it for a while and Rhonda came to me one day and she said hey I need to talk to you and I said okay and she said we have an opening in the preschool and I said okay yes she's like well you need to go home and pray I said no I don't Already did it. <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> so I came to the preschool, and, and I work with the four-year-olds that are getting ready for kindergarten, and, and it has been nothing but absolutely fabulous. Um, Tana, is life, like, all rosy now, and is everything real easy, and is life like a box of cherries? or No. No, it's still life. I mean, you still have your obstacles, and, you know, you you just some days you just sit down and cry, but then you say a prayer, and... The peace comes into your soul, and you know that you're going to get through it. Somehow, you're just going to get through it. And as long as you keep praying, or as long as I keep praying, I, as long as I keep praying, I guess, yeah. or everybody keeps praying, it, it comes, that, that settling in your soul and that peace that you find, that you know somehow it's all going to be okay. Okay. So, Tana, as we finish up here, um, for those that are sitting out in the auditorium tonight and they're kind of, you know, saying, I'd l- I'm on the journey to meet Jesus. I'm not 
quite there yet. I, I'm not sure what the next step is. Encourage them. What should they do if they're, they're on the line teetering, like, I'm, I'm kind of ready to accept Jesus, but I'm not sure. What would you say to them? I would say that the one thing that Jesus has asked us to have in him is faith. And if you have faith, taking the next step is natural. You just want to go to him. Don't be afraid. Just, it's kind of like jumping into a cold pool on a hot summer's day. You just do it. It, it is. It, it. And, and you just, just do it because you will not regret it and you will never look back. It will change your whole outlook on your life forever. So if any of you are, you know, just saying, um, I want to take that next step of faith, grab Tana up. She's never at a loss for words. Never. And, uh, <laughs> but she would love to share with you. She is genuine. She would love to share with you, um, you know, just how she found Jesus and how her relationship is just growing because of what he did for her on the cross. So thank you, Tana, for sharing with us. Thank you so much for asking me. And I would like to thank Pastor Ken and Rhonda and Pastor Luke and everybody here at Crossroads for making this journey um, probably the best thing that I've ever done for myself and my family in my life. I love hearing stories and analogies, jumping into a cold pool on a hot day. Here you go. Tana, you have to write that one down. So I want you all to welcome Blake Booth. You guys say hi to Blake. He, he's probably upset because I told him there was only going to be like 20 people here. So we're uh, a little uh, little short of that, huh? But no, Blake, um, so, so many of you may not know, but I have in the last four or five months stepped in to help lead our youth ministry during the interim time. And, you know, at first you're kind of feeling really old because although I may look like I'm 19, like I'm not. And so it's just, le- I'm like learning so much. And one of the things that's been so cool is just getting to know Blake and just watching him grow. And so Blake, why don't you just take a, a minute and just, just introduce yourself? We know your name's Blake. But tell us, like, how you came to Crossroads and anything about yourself. I've been coming here since, I think, preschool. And ever since then, I've been coming here and doing church things. I like that, church things. That's good. That's good. So, so Blake, you, you've you kind of grown up in, in this church and, you know, really... Um, you know, going in kids ministry, and then and, and now you're you're in what grade, and where are you at school? I'm in uh, seventh grade, and I go to Ringgold Middle School. So seventh grade at Ringgold Middle School, and I know that one of the things that's been really cool to just see in you is you just grow in a ton. But specifically, last year was a big year for you. Let's talk to us about that. What happened last year? I stomach started coming to activate, and that's when. God really opened my eyes to follow him. And ever since then, I've been coming to Activate every Wednesday and learning about him. So I know that Pastor Eric, you know, he, he gave the opportunity, and uh, you you said, I want to follow God. Like, it was just so simple. We were talking about this the other day, and I'll, I'm like, you know, sometimes you expect these big, elaborate responses, and he's like, 
I heard it, and I want, I'm like, yep, I want to follow God. Like, that's like literally what came out of his mouth, and I'm like, that, I needed that, just the simplicity of that. So, Blake, tell us, so tell us, one of the things you said is it became your own. So your faith became your own. You, you said you started, you know, you wanted to follow God, and it became your decision. What are some things, like, how, how have you grown? What are some things you've been learning? I've been reading my Bible more often. I've been praying more often, and just been coming here since I would I knew about God but I never really understood it until now and started actually learning about him yeah. and so you, you, you're growing and, and what's cool is you made that decision to follow God and you started growing and now you're bringing your friends and so you started bringing someone to, to activate activate is our middle school ministry and so you started bringing a friend and it's cool because, you know, middle school boys and even guys when they get older, like it can be one word, one word responses. And I'm like, hey, how'd you have, do you have fun tonight? And your response would be, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I'm like, he brings this kid and I'm like, who's this guy? He's like, my friend. <laughs> and, and I love it. I love it. The simplicity of middle school. And so you start bringing somebody and that person's been coming. And so what you have is contagious. Isn't yes. that cool? Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? You can clap for that. Clap for Blake. It's cool. Um, so one of the things that we've been doing in Activate is we started challenging everybody to, to read the Bible. And so talk to us a little bit about the 21 days we did. So there were – it was a verse or verses you would read for that day for the next 21 days. And once you did it, you just marked it off. And then I brought it back to you and you gave me, what, a shirt? I gave you a free shirt. It's like all I got was this shirt, you know what I mean? But, you know, I love it. And I think what's so cool is, I mean, I can always incentivize someone to read. And I think what's cool is, I remember you were the first ones that, like, picked it up and you, like, started doing it and you just, like, owned it. And then after, like, the 21 days, you brought it back and you're like, here, I did it. And I love that. I think it was so cool. And so you, you've been growing. You've been reading your Bible. But there was something else, too. You, you talked about, like, helping people is one way. So maybe talk to us a little bit about how, how do you think – how has God been growing, you know, your understanding of helping people? And then maybe talk about Operation Christmas Child that we did. He's shown me that helping people into following God is really good, actually. And – Operation Christmas Child is where you get a bunch of not just toys but necessities for boys and girls that don't get Christmas presents every year. And it, I've seen the videos, and they're really excited when they get them. So they're, you know. We, the Activate, we went shopping at Dollar Tree, and we grabbed deodorant, I think bars of soap, toothbrushes, and filled a box, and that box will go to a boy or girl, and it'll make probably their day. It'll make their day, and what's something you told me that after watching the video about what they do at Operation Christmas Child, what's something that you did not know that you thought was really cool? I did not know that they actually taught the children about God, which is something that everyone should be able to enjoy and cherish. Is that cool? 
That's cool. I love it. Um, you know, when when God gets the whole when God gets a hold of your heart, He He changes it. And and Blake, I've seen God get a hold of your heart. And so, what's what's a way that you can encourage another student here who's watching, who's like 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 Rhonda said, who's kind of like on the fence? Like, what's your encouragement to somebody, encouraging them to follow God? What would be your encouragement to them? Um, you know, just once you feel like you're ready, all you got to do is talk to a pastor and they will help you to really follow God. And that's something that everyone should, my family, friends, and God, when he sent his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins. Amen. Blake, I, I'm I'm really am privileged that I get to hang out with you every Wednesday and and sometimes more. We we hung out the all nighter and you survived, so that's a good thing, right? Somehow, somehow he survived. And thank you for trusting me with your child because we we did bring him back in one piece. Um, but Blake, you're growing and God is do, is already doing awesome things through you that you probably don't even see. And so I know your parents love you and they're so proud of you and we're proud of you here at Crossroads. So um, can we can we give a hand to Blake? So what I want to do is I want to, I want to uh, preface this next video. So John Pastorius is one of our members here at Crossroads, and he is actually on his way to visit family during Thanksgiving. And so Pastor Ken had an opportunity to uh, videotape with Ken, uh, Ken had an opportunity to videotape with John his testimony. You know, and, and what I want to share with you is that God has changed John's life. And so Ken got this on tape, and I want you guys to check out this video. All right, we're glad, John. I'm glad you could join us tonight. As uh, our, this is our Thanksgiving Eve, I know you're. By the time we air this, you're going to be already getting ready for turkey down in North Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina, South Carolina. But uh, John is one of a uh, one of our good friends here at Crossroads, and I'm so thankful how God's been working in your life. John, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about who you are, where you where you live, uh, a little bit about your life. Yeah, me and my wife Sherry live in Pleasant Hills, and uh, as I said in my baptism while ago, I've been coming to this church uh, off and on since the age of 17, which is about 40 years now. 40 years. You're well preserved. Yeah, very well. <laughs> it's, so, been, it's been so, a great ride. So you've been kind of off and on through here through 40 years. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you were just you got baptized just a few weeks ago, right? Yep, a little over a month ago exactly. About one month exactly. Mm-hmm. And not everybody was able, you know, because we have three services, not everybody mm-hmm. got to see that so i asked john tonight as a part of our thanksgiving time just to share and update us a little bit and share share your story again how you came to know jesus great well exactly a little over a month ago i was on top of the mountain in my baptism here and as i as i explained back uh, in my, my baptism testimony i came here as a teenager and uh this place left an impression on me and i kept coming back and coming back until i really find my way with the Lord here and it's been uh, it's been a great experience and um, as I said uh, back back then you know um, 
I found Jesus. It took a while, and there was some learning awesome. curves, but I'm here. How, how did you first come here? I remember you told the, you, that's kind of a, a little comical story. Great, there. great. Well, I was I was friends with one of Pastor Arnold's sons, and we worked together at Hills Department Store, and I invited him to go to a dance at Baldwin High School on a Saturday night, and he said he wasn't allowed to go unless he uh, came to church first. And I said, well, no, no. since I was his ride, I thought, well, not only will I uh, pick you up, but I'll go to church with you. And I came here with him that night, and... And uh, it, it, it left an impression on me. And I came back, man, a day. Yeah, and uh, and 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 then you you you've talked about how you've opened your heart to Christ. Tell us yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, I first accepted Christ over 20 years ago, and uh, and at that time in my life, I wanted Him on my side. And I think the key point was uh, not in my heart. I didn't get it right back then. Mm. You know, it uh, it just it didn't it didn't get it right. And, and I think as I look back at the parable that Christ talked about early in the book of Luke, where the farmer was sowing the seeds, uh, some of those seeds fell upon rocks where they they grew, but they didn't have roots. Mm. And when it came time for a for a, a trial or a test of my life, um, I, my, my faith didn't have roots. Wow. And um, I, I went and fell in a dark place. And until yeah. my Savior came and rescued me, um, you know, I, I didn't have, my roots weren't, weren't, uh, weren't, weren't deep. Yeah. And so I know, I, I remember those hard times. We were all praying for you through a lot of that time. And, mm-hmm. and uh, God, it was in those hard times mm-hmm. that really you came to Christ, right? I mean, yes, that's when you really found yes, the Lord. Yep. Just like you said in the book of Luke again, you know, the, the one out of 99, he, he came and he brought me home. Um, and it was a great thing because uh, he, he restored me. Amen. He did, you know. And uh, just recently I read First uh, Thessalonians 5.18 for and everything give thanks for this is God's will for you in, in Christ Jesus. And uh, I have a true Thanksgiving testimonial this year because of it. Amen. Now, talk a little bit about that. You were sharing with me about that verse. And, you know, that, that verse, give and everything give thanks, it's not always easy to give thanks, is it? No, it's not. You know, um, like I said, a month ago I was at the top of the mountain in my baptism, and now I kind of find myself down in the valley a little bit here uh, as me and you talked. And some of the people at the church here know uh, most recently I've gone through a change in my employment. Uh, no longer have a salary. I'm being paid uh, directly on commission based on profit from sales. And, you know, that kind of hurts. But yeah. uh, uh, this time... Um, I'm looking at this trial a little different in my life. You know, I've got my Savior on my side. Amen. And he's going to carry me through this. Um, uh, I'm going to make it one way or another with him. Amen. And, Amen. And, uh, and, and you, that, this has not been easy. This has not been No, fun. it's not. It's not. But um, I, I learned through reading that particular verse, First uh, Thessalonians 5.18, that we have to give thanks not only for the good things in life, but for the trials in life, too, because mm. I think that refines us. Mm. We become better and stronger in our faith and yeah. our walk. John, why don't you explain to everybody a little bit about that refining? What, what, what do you mean by refining? Refining, Like, how does a trial, how are you thanking God? I know, you know, right now it's tough. This is hard to be thankful. Well, I think it's hard for, for anyone to, um, to praise God in times of difficulty. Um, you know, it, it's just, how do you do that? You know, um, it, my, my walk in faith has been refined through through looking at what I've been through in my history with him. Uh, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's carried me through. I've looked back in the times of my life when I thought I was alone, and I realized that he's carried me through. Amen. And uh, I, I've been there. He's never let me down. And there's times when, you know, I thought that, you know, he, how could he forgive me? And he has. Amen. He's carried me through so many issues in my life. And 
Uh, I've got a great I've got a great wife. I've got a great family. I've got a great church family. Amen. And, uh, and, and, and both, both of your kids have come to know the Lord. Yes, they have. Yes, you know, they have. that's exciting. That's awesome. I know he was so excited to tell me about his kids coming yeah. to Christ. They're adults, and yes, they, they are. both are following Jesus. Yes, they are. That's yeah. great. That's great. And uh, so, John, as we uh, wrap up here tonight on Thanksgiving, and I know you've said in everything, give thanks. Maybe just wrap up with just a uh, just a nice greeting to our congregation of what you're thankful for, and maybe a word of encouragement to everyone. I guess um, what I like to tell everybody is that, you know, in difficult times in your life, you need to praise God. Uh, he's there for you. He's over it already. And you need to realize that uh, he cares for you without a doubt. Um, he's got a purpose for the trials in your life. Uh, he's there for you. Uh, you can't be afraid. You need to walk with him. And I'm living with a new meaning this Thanksgiving. And um, my, my heart is with God. And I'm going to make it through this. And for those of you out there that are hurting and you have a rough time, just depend on him and thank him for for the difficulties, not only the goodness and your the good things that are going on in your life, but but the difficulties as well. And you'll make it through it. And I want to wish everybody at Crossroads a happy Thanksgiving and uh, and, and God bless you all. Amen. We, we, we're thankful for you. And save me a piece of pumpkin pie, would you? <laughs> I sure will. God bless. Thanks. Thank Oh,